0: Do you have a not-so-perfect life? I mean, we may look like we have it all together, but the truth is we all have stuff. Unbroken provides a brave space where we women can take off the mask, share our secret struggles, and our secrets to success. Unbroken. Doing life better together. What is one thing you do that is maybe a little bit weird? For example, I wear something pink almost every day. Yep, it can be any shade of pink, but I'm going to wear something pink almost every day. Another thing I do that's perhaps a little odd is I thrive on finding a bajillion ways to use leftovers and sneak them in. Why am I starting by asking, what is something you do that's maybe a little bit weird? Because I dare say that some of us, myself included, we are afraid to be ourselves. <laughs> Hi, I'm Janae. I love me some Jesus. I am a wife and mama of four. We are a blended family. I'm also career-wise, television producer, media strategist, brand builder, blah, blah, blah. I say blah, blah, blah when I'm talking about my professional accolades because to me, they're no longer a big deal. They're just what I do. But there was a time that I got so much value off of the titles that I held in companies or in jobs. I found my identity wrapped up in what I did, not who I was. So last week, we were jumping in a podcast ready to go for the new year. But I said, before we do that, we got to pump the brakes and think about what we need to let go of from last year. Well, one of the things that I am letting go of is caring what people think. And I posted that on one of my personal social media pages, and I was amazed by the messages that I got, the comments that people posted. I was so surprised at how many people could relate to letting go of what people think. And so I had planned on rolling out six weeks to knowing yourself in March, but I'm going to roll that out now because I believe that before we can get into goal setting, we got to figure out who in the world we are. Now, I know it's the first of the year and we typically do goal setting and we will do that, but I'm going to challenge you to stick with me for six sessions As we do six sessions to self. Six sessions to help you start getting a taste of your fabulousness. Just breathe in some of your greatness. Now, even as I'm saying that, I'm thinking that there are some of you out there going, Janae, you're not talking to me. I'm not fabulous. I'm not great. You don't know about the mistakes I've made. You don't know about the choices that I've made. You don't know about these weird things that I was created with. Guess what? I don't know those things necessarily, and I don't need to. Because what I want to know is the awesome person you were created to be. See, God doesn't create junk. So that's how I know that you are not junk because God doesn't create junk. But the problem is we live in a fallen world. You may have heard that before. What does that mean? It means that we're all jacked up. However, just because we live in a jacked up world doesn't mean that we have to wear the jacked up personalities that this world has given us. And so on this Six weeks to self, I'm going to start with something fun. And that is what are those things that are like breathing to you, but other people may find annoying? Let me give you some examples. Asking questions to other people about their lives, that is like breathing to me. I find it so fascinating to learn about other people. Yet, I have had some people go, Janae, do you ask questions all the time? Well, the answer is yes, unless you need for me not to, and then just tell me. And for that brief moment, I will not ask you questions. And I say for that brief moment, because if you are my friend or you are my colleague, you know that me asking questions is just part of who I am. So what is something that is part of who you are? Years ago, I had one of my employees say, Janae, does everything have to be a learning opportunity with you? You're always trying to point out a lesson. And at first I was like, oh my goodness, how annoying. I need to stop. But then I realized, guess what? I am created to give motivation and inspiration. And learning and so while there are times that I just need to listen or be a friend most of the time I'm going to be spurring you on because that's who God created me to be I'm also going to be asking you questions that's who I was created to be the third thing that I do that even bothers me is my mind is always thinking I can very rarely turn it off. And most often, it is related to strategy. It is related to problem solving. It's a rate related to analogies. And I know that that really bothers some of you. And if you're listening to this right now and that bothers you, then stop listening to me because I'm not going to stop doing it. And the reason why is so often, gang, We don't know who we are because for so long we have listened listened to who the world told us we should be. When I was growing up, I have two fantastic parents. They believed in me. They loved me. They encouraged me. However, they are totally opposite from me. They are not extreme extroverts. They are not big personalities. They are not the infinite creative mind that you can't shut down. And so while they tried to encourage me, their encouragement looked very different than the kind of encouragement I needed. I wanted to be pushed. I wanted to have my creative energies funneled in a healthy way. And my parents tried to do that. But when it's so out of their comfort zone and wheelhouse, it's hard. And so some of me along the way tried to start numbing who I was. I tried to start finding ways to turn my brain off, unhealthy ways, by the way. I started trying to be someone that I wasn't because I wasn't comfortable in my skin. And I'm guessing that there have been times that you've done that too. As I look back on my life, I think about some of my most accomplished career moments. Um, For example, I was the youngest woman on a team at Southwest Airlines, on a leadership development team. And instead of being proud of that, I tried to lie about my age. Now, mind you, I was in the human resources department, so that wasn't very successful. But before you go judging me, I'm guessing that there have been some things that you have hidden or that you've not been forthcoming with because you didn't feel good about those areas of yourself. And what I'm going to challenge us with is that instead of trying our best to fit in, start owning those things that have made you to stand out. Because I'm guessing that those areas, those quirks, those areas that are not so great, those hard times that you've been through, that you're trying to cover up, perhaps Some of those experiences, some of those gifts, some of those skills could be used to help others, but others can't be helped if they don't know that you can relate. Recently, I moved back to my hometown and I don't know about many of you, but I grew up in a mid-sized town, about 100,000, 110,000 people. And growing up in a mid-sized town, I didn't feel like there were, when I was growing up in the 70s, I'm dating myself, I didn't feel like there were a whole lot of opportunities for creatives. There were lots of opportunities, at least from my perspective, for athletes and for those who fit the normal, what I thought was normal, um, kind of status quo activities. But for those of us who didn't have those interests, there weren't a whole lot of outlets. And so that made me feel like I was just a mistake because of some of the natural gifts and skills that I had. And I look back now and I think, what would my life look like if I had embraced my quirks, if I had loved my passions, if I had pursued them, regardless of what people thought of me? I might be Oprah. I'm just kidding, Oprah. Um, but really, if I hadn't spent so many years trying to derail who God made me to be, no telling where I'd be today. Now, I side note, I'm very thankful for all of those experiences and missteps because I think that allows me to be real with you. And to maybe speak to some of you out there who are also feeling like a mistake. And so in our first step to self, I want us to look at those things that are super easy for us, but other people think are weird. And I would love to know at Real Janae Hill what those things are, because I'm guessing that the more we start sharing those weird things, We're going to, A, figure out more of who we were created to be, and B, you may not feel so alone. I'm going to create a pink posse for my other friends. And when I say friends, I mean all of you out there who love to wear something pink every day. Give me a shout out. I want to know you. We can create some pink merchandise. It'll be very fun. But really, what are those things that make you you that maybe you've been afraid to share? I want to hear about them. Stay with me on six weeks to self. I promise you, you're going to learn some things about yourself that you never knew. You're going to be able to embrace some things that you were not proud of. And you're going to be able to walk in a renewed strength and confidence. So hang in there with me. Can't wait to hear what you learn in this six weeks to self. If you like what you're hearing, please share this with a friend. And follow me at Real Janae Hill on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube.